0: Hello there everyone and welcome to episode number 15 of the Claire O'Sullivan podcast. Just want to start again by saying a massive thank you to everyone who has listened, um subscribed, shared the podcast with their friends or given us a review. I appreciate you all so much. Um so today we are going to dive into a really really interesting topic. Um, today I am talking about continuous improvement, the power of getting 1% better each and every single day, um, also known as the power of marginal gains. Um, so what is continuous improvement? What is marginal gains? So marginal gains is a method of reaching high performance levels through constantly making small incremental improvements. So this was inspired by an amazing guy called Dave Brailsford. Um, So, To give you a bit of background, I'm going to start off with a little story, Um, and the story is based around British cycling. So back in 2003, um, the fate of British cycling changed. Um, They hired an amazing guy called Dave Brailsford as their performance director. Um, Prior to that, professional cyclists in Great Britain, they had endured about 100 years of mediocrity. Um, with just a single gold medal at the, Olim- at the Olympic Games since 1908. So almost 100 years um, with just one gold medal. Um, and they had fared even worse in cycling's biggest race, the Tour de France. In 110 years, no British cyclist had ever won it. One of the top bike manufacturers in Europe even refused to sell bikes to the team because they were afraid it would negatively impact their sales. However, when they hired Dave Brailsford in 2003, um, things began to change. He had a relentless commitment to the aggregation of marginal gains, of getting 1% better each and every day. Um, He had this philosophy of searching for a tiny margin of improvement in every single thing that you do. Um, And he himself describes the whole principle coming from the idea that if you break down everything you can think of that goes into riding a bike and improve it by 1%, you will get a significant increase when you put that all together. Brailsford and his team, they began by making small adjustments um, that you might expect. So they redesigned the bike seats to make them more comfortable. They rubbed alcohol on the tires for better grip. Um, they had electrically heated overshorts to maintain ideal muscle temperature while riding a bike. Um, they had outdoor riders switch to indoor racing suits, which were lighter and more aerodynamic. All things you might expect, but they didn't stop there. Brailsford and his team, they continued to find 1% improvements in commonly overlooked areas. Um, they hired a surgeon to teach each rider the best way to wash their hands, to reduce the chances of them getting colds and needing to take time out of training. Um, they determined the type of pillow and mattress that led to the best night's sleep for each rider to optimize their recovery. Um, They even painted the inside of the team truck white, which helped them spot little tiny bits of dust that would normally slip by unnoticed, but could degrade the performance of a finely tuned bike. And these and hundreds of other small improvements accumulated. And as they did, the results came faster than anyone imagined. Just five years after Brailsford took over, um, the British cycling team dominated the road and track cycling events at the 2008 Olympics in Beijing they won 60% of the gold medals available, which was a crazy improvement in just a few years. Four years later in the London Olympics, they set nine Olympic records and seven world records. And that same year, Bradley Wiggins became the first British cyclist to win the Tour de France. Um, The next year, his teammate Chris Foom won the race and then went on to win another three times. So in the 10 years, from 2007 to to 2017, British cyclists won 178 world championships, 66 Olympic and Paralympic gold medals, and five Tour de France's. Um, And this was widely regarded as the most successful run in cycling history. So that poses the question, how does a team of previously ordinary athletes Transform into world champions with tiny changes. Why do small improvements accumulate to such remarkable results? And how can you replicate that in your own life? So let's talk a little bit more. What is continuous improvement? We've seen it in action for Dave Brailsford and his team. But what is it? So continuous improvement. It's a dedication to making small changes and improvements every single day with the expectation that those small improvements will add up to something significant. While usually people will set a large goal and they'll try and take big leaps in order to accomplish the goal in as little time as possible. We're all guilty of it. This results in burnout, frustration, and ultimately it results in failure. Why it, may, why it may sound good in theory, it often leads to a person feeling worse than they did when they initially started. Or um, when we want to achieve a goal, we get bogged down trying to find the optimal plan for change. We're searching for the silver bullet rather than actually making small tweaks. We're looking for the fastest way to lose weight. We're looking for the best program to build muscle. We're looking for the perfect idea for a side business. We're looking for the quickest way to make money. We're focused on figuring out the best approach that we never even get around to taking action. We procrastinate so much because we're setting ourselves up with unrealistic expectations for the fastest, the quickest, the best, the perfect, whatever it is. We always want to get there faster and quicker with less effort. However, Dave Brailsford and his team have shown a good plan executed in today's climate is so much better than a perfect plan executed at some indefinite point in the future. So just starting with an okay plan or a good plan where we're actually taking action, where we're actually doing something is so much better than the best or the most amazing plan that we never start, that we put off until the future until it's absolutely perfect or until the timing is perfect or until all the conditions line up, which never happens. So instead, we should be focusing on continuous improvement by slowly and slightly adjusting our normal everyday habits and behaviors over time, always looking to improve, but taking action. Um, why this method is so often dismissed day to day is that sticking with the fundamentals. It's not impressive. It's not sexy. It's already there we already know how to do it. It's never all that appealing. Getting 1% better, it doesn't make the headlines. Improving one small little thing, that does not make the headlines. It's hard to measure. There is one thing about it though, it works. And it leads to massive improvement over time. Um, So often we will convince ourselves that change is only meaningful if there is some large visible outcome associated with it, something that we can really see and celebrate. And we often put pressure on ourselves to make some earth shattering improvement that everybody will talk about, whether it's losing weight, whether it's running a marathon, whether it's building a business overnight, whether it's traveling the world, no matter what the goal, we want it to be massive. We want it to be like something we can really celebrate that we can really see. However, just getting 1% better, um, it isn't noticeable. Um, It's definitely not notable either. It won't make the headlines People won't notice initially, but it can be just as meaningful, especially in the long run, if we are consistent with it and we stick to it. There is huge power in tiny gains. In the beginning, there's basically no difference between making a choice that's 1% better or 1% worse. It Like day to day, there won't be much of a difference between making the choice to have one one kind of unhealthy meal versus one healthy meal, 1% better or 1% worse. It won't impact you very much today, but as time goes on, these small improvements or declines, they compound. If you decide to do one workout today versus not doing that workout, you won't really notice any difference. However, If you make that good decision or that not-so-good decision continuously, repeatedly, over time, those improvements or those declines will add up massively. And you will suddenly find a very big gap between the people who make slightly better decisions on a daily basis and those who don't. The compound effect is the principle of reaping huge rewards from a series of small, smart choices. And if we are to do the maths and really look at that power of tiny gains, if you get 1% better each day for one year, you'll end up 37 times better off by the time you're done at the end of that year. 37 times better off. Small choices don't make much of a difference at the time in the moment, but they add up dramatically over time. And James Clear has actually done the maths on that and shown that just 1% better every day for a year. And you will be 37 times better off at the end of the year. That is huge. And we need to remember that success is not an event. We talk about it like it is sometimes. We talk about losing 50 pounds or building a successful business or winning the Tour de France as if they're events. But the truth is that most of the significant things in life, they're not stand-alone events, but rather they are the sum of all the moments when we chose to do things 1% better or 1% worse. It's the aggregating, um, the aggregation of marginal gains. That is what makes the difference. It's the adding up of those over time. And if we can try and apply that to our lives and in the moment, make that decision that's 1% better, that's in line with our goals, we will not know ourselves after a year if we continue to do that and we commit to that. And it's less effort. Like it gets, it, like those decisions are small. They aren't like, they aren't massively pushing us out of our comfort zones day to day, but they will add up, which is hugely powerful. Um. So that is actually everything I wanted to leave you guys with today. And I implore you, to implement that, I implore you to give it a go. To just focus on the day to day, to just focus on getting one percent better, and see where you are over time. There's no point committing committing to it for one day. Commit to it for a period of time. Think of your goal and commit to the one percent decisions that are going to get you closer to that. And you will not know yourself in a few weeks or a few months, depending on the size and the gravity of your goal. So. That is everything I wanted to leave you with for episode number 15. In the next episode, I am going to be taking the power of marginal gains to the next level. And we're actually going to talk through three practical steps to continuous improvement. We're going to be applying this principle. Um, So please tune in to episode number 16 if you have liked what you've heard today. So thank you so much, guys, for listening. And I will chat to you all in the next episode.